Hello, and thank you for joining us. This is Divine Roots. You're here with Matt and Paul. Today we're going to go on a journey. The key is to stay open, to be ready to receive love. Hopefully we can discover why you found this podcast today. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, everybody. Great to be here. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. You're on your way to uh, to some, some relaxing time, perhaps? A day trip to Sedona. That's nice. Recenter myself, gain some centering and all the good stuff. Yeah, so we were, we were speaking this morning and you had mentioned uh, something that you wanted to share with us about holding on to your creative energy. Could you expand on that so I can, so I can try to understand? Definitely. It's a very deep and uh, subject that could, we could talk about it for hours, but I, um, for some reason, had this idea that I have to talk about giving your power away. And as we know... I'll start with the basics that everything is energy. So everything around us is energy. And energy is um, conscious. It has its own um, way of uh, going and kind of like a stream of a river stream. If you could imagine a river stream, it flows. So energy flows the same way. Now, as a human being, we concentrate that energy and make it flow a certain way. So once uh, we are completely fragmented and are very, very busy with our daily lives, our concentration is lost and our energy, the vital energy that's so important to us to create what we desire and create a better life for ourselves is lost consciously or even unconsciously and uh, there's many ways we could lose it we could lose it to certain fears envy all of those things Uh, and sometimes even let's say a beautiful woman passes by and you look at her and uh, you kind of start to get mesmerized what happens your guard is down and let's say around that lady around that woman there's negative entities or negative energies they feed off energy of other people so automatically you gave your power away and you lost some of your energy so we have to be always like we're going back to our Uh, basics being always present and aware of where your concentration is because that's where the energy flows if that makes any sense yeah it does so I always like to I like to wrestle with these ideas a little bit and imagine that that if I'm if I'm struggling with a concept that maybe some other people will be too so we can navigate this together Everything you said makes perfect sense, and I would agree. 
there's this idea that that hits me and it, and it makes me question so the idea of giving your power away can present itself as making a choice is is that it's not the same thing or it is the same thing there's two ways so there's reaction to something and then there's a conscious choice making let's say you want to help somebody or let's say you have a certain desire you want to you have a goal you want to reach you use all of your energy creative energy for that goal when we uh, this is the problem let's say we have a reaction of fear automatically you're losing so you're leaking so much energy mm-hmm. any any fear is just uh, a horrible place to be in and we lose vital energy we become weak and we become very very um, instead of co-creator we become just a you could say a weak uh, uh, sheep that mm-hmm. follows some movement or some you know what i mean yeah because you don't have your grounding you lost your energy and you, you don't have the energy to create anymore uh, now when you put let's say another problem is desires let's say this place what we call life or world or reality some people like to say has a lot of little toys and those toys uh, take our attention the cars or uh, let's say in our game here microphones different technologies we constantly have in our mind we have to create first and then in, it comes into the physical realm but we first create everything and the blueprint is in our mind now when you use uh, when you have those desires and you're creating them from your creative energy, that specific energy that creates, that's God-given energy for you, you're using that energy towards that specific choice that you made. Let's say you want to even heal somebody. You make a, you know, a very a choice. You concentrate and through divine, let's say, source of energy, you become a conduit and with your concentration, your help, you, you help. Of course, it's not for everybody, but some people are into that, and uh, they, they work with that specific energy. Now, a lot of times we'll lose that energy unconsciously without knowing. Somebody comes in, just chats with you, talks to you, and because unconsciously you want to help, you give your energy away, and then you feel very weak, angry, lost, uncomfortable, and you don't know where it came from. Why, why, why do I feel that way? It's because you just had an energy... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, transaction? Not transaction. Yeah, like a transference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what happens, you basically give your positive good energy and you take on negative energy from the other person or other thing that you're doing. Does it make any sense? Yeah, of course. And then, so then it, it becomes difficult to protect yourself from from this because the world is, is always knocking, right? I mean, the, the, we'll take our place here. And, and truthfully, when we know we don't have an event or something going on, we usually do actually lock the door. But still, if, if somebody came unannounced and showed up and we let them in you're right like we might 
we might at that point not know what we're about to walk into and we could end up exchanging a conversation that could last a full hour or something and could suck all the energy out of out of our bodies and we can feel drained and we you know you can feel sometimes uh like you're powerless against that kind of thing because there's there, there are so many things coming at us from different angles you know it could even be the phone rings or the email pops and I, you know i talk a lot about that with distractions because distractions are they, they do they suck so much energy out of your day and out of your life and out of your your soul where it's one thing to be focused on say emails for one hour and you and that's your only focus and you do a really good job at that thing but then you put it down and you and you turn it off and you make sure that you cannot let that interrupt whatever it is the next thing is that's supposed to be getting all of your time and all of your energy right so so what is uh what is your thought on that as far as how to protect ourselves or is it just something we have to be very aware of and kind of take it as as each day well we have to first understand what is a human being and um, it's a very deep subject and this is deeper than we usually go but I don't know why I want to talk about this today every human being lives in his mind let's call it the ego, the program now most of the people especially nowadays are thinking of negative things uh, it's not positive it's fear driven it's uh, fear of getting sick fear of the economy fear of this fear of that fear of their uh, for their families that creates negative thought forms or entities little programs around your aura or around your sphere of consciousness and they are always around you feeding off your energy they love it when we are in fear or when we are always upset or depressed they take us there even further down they, you know and they could be walking around with a big smile on their face uh, that's a facade that everything is good but within there are uh, struggling most people so what happens when we interact with one of them let's say you are honestly working on yourself to get stronger and better you get right away you get attacked because those um, entities or programs they feed off your because you're, you're working on yourself you're building up your energy so you're, you're like a little bigger flame in the woods a bigger fire than regular Joe and what happens they just come and they, oh we could see you better than the little fire little flame so they are attracted to you and they start feeding off you without you knowing at the beginning because you're strong but over time we start losing the energy and we get weaker tired and then eventually we say oh I'm tired I'm done I need rest Re recoup my energy so the best way again to do is the best way to protect yourself is understanding yourself knowing thyself as they said know thyself once we know ourselves we know our other selves meaning other people and then in that way when you're interacting with somebody you're gonna right away know and feel something's off and you as long as you know 
you're already protected. When you don't know and you're going in and you're emotion, let's say you're trying to help without first investigating or you, you're opening up your heart right away without you know, jumping into things. Mm-hmm. It will, it's like a basically a teacher teaching you to become better, wiser, stronger. Yes, um, the best way is once again to be aware. That's the best protection we could have, is to be aware. And like you said, what happens when we have so much going on, so many people are just, once again, I'm going to use that word, broken up into small pieces in their mind. They, they're, they're fragmented. That means they're weak. And they're all these entities due to low vibratory state we're in as a world right now because of fear of all this that's happening. They're feeding off. They're having frenzy. They're, they're enjoying themselves right now. So our job is to identify and uh, first of all help ourselves to become stronger and then we, everybody around us becomes stronger. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, of course. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to circle way back here to something that you said in the beginning that I think might be interesting to go down, especially you and me right now. So you mentioned the idea of desires mm-hmm. and you use the example of buying a car. And I, I bring it up because you and I both happen to be in a position where we're, we both were looking for a new car, both have that desire to think it would be nice to, to be in a, in a new automobile. And, and I believe we both are approaching it from a place of uh, patience. And, and yet we have a certain, you know, um, type of vehicle that we want, and we kind of have a vision for it and whatnot. So, so what is the what is the line there when you when you can realize that because because on the on the reverse side of that there there can be and i've been guilty of this for sure the idea of almost feeling guilty for your desires or feeling guilty for for wanting something nice like that you know a representation of success and so there's a there's a going to be a, a balance i think of of allowing that to to become too important maybe on one side but also allowing it to happen and uh and I'm, I'm curious as to your thoughts on that yeah that's a very interesting question the um we're gonna go back to fantasizing because that's a very big thing with us human beings we think certain things we acquire will make us happier and we start fantasizing. Oh, I, I want that car. And you're visualizing yourself driving that car, how smooth it is, how um, how you feel in that car. And you say, man, when I get that car, I'm going to feel complete. I'm going to feel so happy. And that is true for two weeks. It's true. We are going to be feeling that natural high when we buy a new thing, new house, new car, yeah, whatever it is. The problem is... When we purchase something, we should purchase it for, I would say for me personally, I always go practicality. And of course, if you sign of accomplishment, if you feel comfortable with it and you feel, don't ever feel guilty 
because guilt is the worst thing for us. That's the worst thing. We have to always know that we deserve the car. The only problem is not fantasizing and this, you know building this fantasy in our mind because once you get it, it's like a balloon deflates. Yeah. When we just go and pure-heartedly buy something without fantasizing, we're going to appreciate it more. Make sense? Well, I think we we know this very obviously when it comes to our kids or watching the way kids are and ourselves when we were kids. We can look back at our childhood and we can look, look at children now. And as adults, we know. The child wants the toy they see on the shelf. They want the toy they see on the shelf. They would cry if they couldn't have it. If they, if they finally get it, they're going to be so happy. And then within a couple, two, three days, the toy's on the ground and they want the new toy on the shelf. And we know that. But as we get older and we become more, quote, mature, we, I think we cease to realize that it's, it's the same thing. It's just a bigger toy, a more expensive toy. And that same pattern will happen if we don't have the, the right mindset about it and we, and we haven't approached it in, in the right way. I was thinking about something else you said, and, and I thought this, this kind of makes a lot of sense with even something like buying a car. If, we have, if there's an energy and... And we think of our, our path, our creative uh, space, and, and what we're, what we're doing when we get closer to source. We are, we're we're going with, the current. Where there shouldn't be too much resist. Like there, there's obviously resistance as you're getting stronger, as teachers are coming along, but, but you should be, you know, certain things are going to kind of go in the flow of that, right? And I think what you're saying is is if 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 we if we have to get out get out of the river and climb up a mountain and and you know do all these things where it takes all of our attention and all of our you know energy and we're feeling either guilty or fearful or or anything attached to the buying process, it's probably not correct. But if it's in the flow. And it and it feels right, and it's and it's right there, and and like you said, all the things add up. Where, yeah, you know, there's a certain status that you that you not that you deserve it, or maybe you do deserve it, but there's a there's a certain, you know, feel, and you get to a place, and you feel comfortable with it, and it doesn't feel like too much of a stretch, and it doesn't cause fear or guilt. Then that's good, as long as we acknowledge, and it's okay to even enjoy it for a couple weeks, but maybe just enjoy it for forever to a certain extent so that the first two weeks you're not too excited. You're just appreciative. And that way, if it got taken away like a toy or like a sucker gets taken out of a kid's hands, if it didn't mean the world to me, it's not going to break me. Right? Definitely. Attachment. That's another thing. Yeah. And attachment could be to things and to humans. Now, that's why there's a big, big, in the East philosophy, Eastern philosophies, the law of detachment is so big and practiced. If you're going with the flow, yes, uh, we're here, every individual is unique. 
We're here for certain experiences, certain experiences that we need to make us more conscious, make us more um, closer to our connection with our divine part. Those experiences might be certain cars we need to drive or certain people we need to meet. Everybody is unique and everybody will have their unique experiences. The key is to be an observer. Like thinking about a car, do not dive in and create like a fantasy in our minds. Because what happens then, that fantasy, yet we're creating that car, we will get it because we are the ones who are using our creative energy night and day, whatever we concentrate on, to create whatever we want to create. Then we get it, and then we get disappointed. Whenever we have a, um, um, how do you call uh, the um, anticipation, mm. we will be disappointed always so so this isn't that i was saving this for, and i'm still going to use it on on my other show because you know it's got a very different uh feel than this one and it's the same concept though where we're trying to teach i just teach from a different angle but i was actually going to go down this path because i've had an experience recently looking at cars and it, it was very very eye-opening and and fun for me to go through because I watched myself go through exactly what we're talking about. So I was looking at at vehicles, and I thought I wanted a particular vehicle, and I just kind of was open to looking around and kind of in a certain price range. And then I found one that really, I was very surprised, but I really liked it, and it, it, it checked all the boxes, and it felt very easy, and I went and saw it, and everything looked very good. And I never had even imagined myself driving this particular vehicle before. It was a Jaguar. But, but everything about the car felt right. The color, the options, the, um, the year, the warranty, the owner, the story behind the vehicle. There's a story there. You can, you can look at a Carfax, and you can see the story you can feel the story of a vehicle well what's interesting is the day it was a done deal it was supposed to happen last week it was a done deal and so i i had no attachment to the car until it was a done deal and then i started getting excited about it and so the day i was supposed to buy it i had um you know, the money prepared, I had my other title for my other car ready, I had, I, I had prepared myself, I even wore a particular outfit, because I was going to wear, I was going to meet the owner for the first time, and I had an idea that I wanted to serve his company, maybe, um, he, own, he owns a big tech company, and I thought maybe my skill set might be useful, and that morning, I get a text message from the person that I had been in touch with, who says, hey, owner asked me to hold off, his son's coming in town and might want the car. And I and I told everybody around here, it's so funny, it, it really felt like someone took the sucker out of my hand, you know? It was like, because I, you're right, like I had the anticipation attached to it, right? So, so that's fine, and I and I dealt with that, and I and I, you know, expressed it, and it was it was not a long process for me to, to work through it. 
but I found it very interesting and I had to go inward. It, ma- it made me go inward. It, it, it caused me to start asking questions, which was, was good for me always. And so then I start looking and now all I can see are Jaguars because I, I had seen this one car, but the problem was it wasn't Jaguar. It was that car. Like that car had a story to it. So I just needed to wait for the right story, the, the, ne- the next thing, instead of trying to be forceful about it. But in being forceful, you know, I, I, I met a couple of other cars that might be potentials. But they weren't, they weren't the same. You know, it would be a different color combo, a different, you know, story, definitely a different story with accidents attached and different things from used vehicles and, and clearly not right. But I wanted it to fit. You know, like I wanted it to be that and it just wasn't. And so I listened to that spirit. I listened to that connection of, you know what, it's not right. You need to walk away from this. And so I I did. But truthfully, it was hard. And even the other day, I was thinking to myself, you know, maybe go back to that one, the the cheaper one, and got the accident. Maybe it's not a big deal. And then I stopped myself. I said, what are you doing? You know, you already already know the answer. The the source already told you, you know, you got to let this go. Not until you let go completely will the right car come about. And so I did that. I made a commitment on my way home. I was driving, or on my way back here, actually, to the studio. I was driving. I said, I make a commitment. I'm like, okay. And I did. I forgot about it completely. And then what happens? That day, the person I had been talking with texted me out of nowhere. It had been over a week. And he says, Hey, the, uh, the owner says after his son drives the car for the week, I can have it back to sell it to you because it turns out it's, it's harder than they thought to ship the vehicle through the military back to Alaska. Too, much, too many complications. He's, he's willing to sell it now. And this was after I had let it go, after I had completely released, and I, I had sent a message that said, you know, if, if it makes any difference, I would be happy to offer my services. And I, I mentioned some of the things I had done and just kind of a giving perspective. So that happened. And then my response, though, was different. Last time, I would have wanted to go back, look at all the photos again, start to fantasize, as you, as you say. I didn't do that this time. This time I said to myself, okay, this might be true. Either way, I'm trusting I'm putting myself in the right space. I will not get too high or too low about this particular car. I'll be prepared if it's yes or if it's no. I'm open. I'm grateful. And I had released it completely. As a matter of fact, I wasn't thinking about cars until you brought it up this morning. And, and so, you know, I'll continue to release that idea to source and source is going to create the right vehicle for right now, the time in my life. And, and it'll be, it'll be a good positive thing, but, but not something that consumes me ideally. Yeah. The, the problem was you were emotionally attached. Once we emotionally stamp ourselves into certain things we get emotionally attached and the emotions start run wild yeah 
So once again, we go back to the basics. Be very careful for all of us not to emotionally get attached to things because what happens then we have our highs and lows. We're always going to be on this wave up, down, up, down. And it's going to be make us either we're on a happy, natural high and then boom, low. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it's just a ride that's not comfortable. But when we're in neutral, where my wife calls me a robot, <laughs> right? We actually are always in that calm state, relaxed state. And we are just observers. If we get a car, if we want a car, we get a car. But we enjoy it, but we don't have emotions attached to it. Because then the emotions runs out. It's like gasoline. Once it goes away, that's it. You're not really happy. That's why a lot of people change their cars so many often times. Some people change their wives because of that many times. It just goes away. They get into things for the wrong reasons due to emotions. If that makes sense. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah, and that's so 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 I guess the the point of the story too is it is that I'm a I'm a great example of the you know the work to be done and also being on the other side of it um it it feels it feels good and it feels freeing to be on this side now and to to react differently to potentially the same news that I had the week before but but I get to now treat that week as the in between, as instead of saying it was disappointment or anything like that, it's like that was just a nice lesson. And if I get if I end up with this vehicle or not, it doesn't matter. The lesson was there, and the lesson was there for me to learn. And now now I can move forward with that and take it with me and try to try to use it to help other people and uh, and to continue applying it to my own life as well. Definitely, and uh, that's how we grow. All these little lessons in life that we don't even sometimes don't realize, but they are making us better, stronger. Uh, another key is those thought patterns. They're like loops. They're like repeating themselves constantly. You wanted to go back and check the pictures out over. You know what you're going to see, Yeah. but it gave you a sort of satisfaction. because And... That's another way of losing energy because that that thing was that uh, specific idea that the ego created inside of you is draining your energy and it was feeding a certain entity within. And once you cut off that line, it's going to get skinnier because you're not putting your energy in and it's going to go away and you're going to feel a lot better. You're going to feel lighter because you stopped feeding it. So I know we're, we're right about the end of our time here, but I think this might be a really nice... Um, connection and that we could wrap on. So attached to that is something else that I like to teach in the acting world and in the professional world, which is, you know, going back to your highs and lows, it really celebrate the small things, celebrate today, celebrate love, celebrate accomplishments, definitely, but maybe celebrate them all the same and 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 be careful of talking about things and being very verbal with different people about things that you believe are going to come true 
that you've put your emotion into because there's something about that that makes it harder so in the let's just let's just um present the acting world if i let's say i have an audition for something and then i tell everybody i tell my mom i tell my sister i tell my friends i, I put it on facebook i say i've got this audition for this big thing and then I go to the audition, and the audition goes well. And then I tell everyone again, the audition went well. I think I'm going to get this thing. And then you get to the next phase, and the next phase, and you get through three, four phases. And you're toward the end of this process of what you think is going to be, and you've told all these people, and this is the way it's going to be. And then if and when that gets taken away or doesn't come true, it feels like like more emotional, as if as if it's bigger a bigger loss even than it is because perhaps we built it up, as you say, like in the fantasy world, right? So we take this car and going back to that idea, when when it felt right and it was the right car and I thought, oh, this is the one I'm going to get, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I told a few people about it. I shared with my mom. I called my mom. I, I sent the photo. She said, oh, it's a beautiful car, honey. I've always wanted a Jaguar. I didn't know this. I said, oh, I've always wanted a Jaguar. Like, it's, uh, you need to get that car. Uh, and that's the same thing as the acting job. So then when it went away, it was like, not only did it go away, but then I have to call my mom and tell her, you know, like it's it's like her loss too now all of a sudden. And it, it just becomes this weirder, bigger thing than it needed to be because I did that you know? And so that's just another, it's another thing to be careful of and, and why were all those things happening? Some of them weren't within the river. They weren't within the flow. They were, they were being loud because you, because we're indulging in the feeling, indulging in, in more of the feeling and wanting the feeling instead of allowing things to happen the way they're going to happen. Do you know what I'm saying? Definitely. And it brings us back to every individual creates his own reality. It is once again our choice to go into that reality of every individual. Let's say there's a neighborhood. Two people live in the same neighborhood. One is always pessimistic, depressed. The other one is always happy, optimistic. They live in the same area, doing the same thing, but one will have a very dark reality that they built. The other one is going to have a happy reality. So when they meet and interact, the lower vibration of the dark reality will eat off on the positive. So they're going to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So let's say once again, it's the same thing which you just said. You created the reality at that moment. And I think that, if I'm not mistaken, it was taking up all of your mind. You were, it's like your pet. That It was like your pet. Your mind would go there all the time about the car. Even when you were with the kids, with the wife, you're always thinking about the car in the background. In the background, it probably somewhere deep was lingering still. You were thinking about it, thinking about it. So that was your crea reality that you created at that moment. Well, and and a, a, a little bit on the way to the car. A little bit when I thought I had the car. All-consuming when it got taken away. All-consuming. Then all of a sudden. 
on every website, on new, new apps, on, you know, wanting to now recreate this thing that I, the, the, the sucker that I felt got ripped out of my hand, you know? And yes, that's exactly right. And, and that, that was the unhealthiness that I had to deal with and realize, hey, hey, I need to, I need to slow down, go inward, release. It's all about release. I just have to release this. Go back to neutral. Go back to love, trust, faith, openness. Even if I'm not supposed to have a car for another year or two years, whatever it is, that just means there's a better car down the line. I already know that. I've already been very patient. This is like seven years now I've been waiting to have a car. So what's another week? You know, or what's another year even? I mean, it's not, it's no big deal, really. And I have this this ultimate faith where, truthfully, if, if this particular car comes through, boy, I never thought I'd drive something that nice. That's really neat. If it doesn't, hey, no big deal because it's never really defined me anyway. It's not been something that, I've ever really thought about until the last couple of weeks. So I don't have to let that consume my mind and my heart. So let me ask you this question. Do you believe by you having this relationship with that car, this um, desire and all of this um, wanting it and all that, will it affect other people around you? Meaning, energetically do you think it will affect other people around you yes i think it did not now but yes i have i have sincerely released it i really have now i know you you know you can feel a little smile on my face when i talk i i, I mean i do like it it's a, you'll like it too when you said it. it's nice but it's, it's uh i have now i i said as soon as i got that message i told leanne but i told leanne for a different reason and I told these guys for a different reason. I said, look at this. I let go. And they were like, oh, I'm so happy for you. I'm like, don't be. It, it doesn't matter. And it may or may not happen. But I love the fact that I'm open and I changed my, I changed some things. And now maybe it's possible. And whether this one or a different one or whatever, this does not matter. And now the thought of a car is not permeating my sphere and it's not affecting the people around me which is allowing me to, to now do what I do at a high level, which is help other people, which is impact others and, and be, be open and receptive and calm and listening. Yep. That's the, so people around us having the same thing and they affect us that way. So every person walking around has his own desires, his own reality that he creates. And a lot of it is sometimes very uh, uncomfortable and ugly. And when we unconsciously tap into that, we feel frustrated, angry, and all that. Sometimes weak, tired is due to that. So going back to the beginning, the best way to protect ourselves is be aware. And when we are talking to people like you teach, listening with your full heart, not your emotion, not your mind. That's how the doorway opens to get hurt. With no emotion and no ego, but the heart. Not with that program of the ego that wants uh, to gain something for self or anything else. 
The heart is neutral. The heart is always not attached. It just wants unconditional love to heal people all around in any way. And when we do that, we, that's the best protection we could get for ourselves and others. Beautiful. Well, thank you. I think that's uh, that's been some good information today. And I appreciate there was something on your heart that really wanted to talk about this idea of giving away power. And we we approached that in the beginning of the episode, and then we came around full circle here. And we we learned from from me here having given away my power to the car, whether it be for a day or a week or however long. And we can we can take that idea, that example, and we can use that, as you said, for the girl walking down the street or the pop-up on your computer or whatever whatever it is for you that might be pulling you away and you giving over to releasing your power and, 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 and giving it away. We, uh, we hope that this, this information finds you well and that you are inspired to go inward and to pray and to find self and to release some of the negativity and the fears and the guilt and know that there is there is peace waiting for us if we're willing to do that. Thank you, Paul. This has been this has been very fun. It was. It was my pleasure. This is Divine Roots. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>